Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. Okay. Started now. We have started now. It's a Friday. Uh, Someday. You're doing the day before you're telling them the title of the podcast? It's Jewishish. That's very inconsiderate to any All of the, the listeners who may have wandered. The they, they don't know. You got to let them know what we're talking it's about. It's Jewishish. There you go. Yeah. You're good now. October 30th, 2020. We've got love. We've got news. All the stories for the Jewish and non-Jews. All the sports and entertainment you'd wish. It's the always irritating. Jewishish. Jewishish. You never want to say the Jewishish part, do you? No one here wants to say the Jewishish part. Oh, I like saying the Jewishish part. Yeah, you didn't do it today. You did. did. What? I don't know. I missed all that. You may have to censor that. Okay. All right. Are we gonna have to censor that? No, it's fine. Everything's fine. Tell us your story. Are you? You're not gonna play his theme. It's the youth correspondent. Co-host. You weren't gonna remember the theme. I'll stick your head in the sand. <laughs> okay. Oh, and introduce our other uh, person. Introduce our other. We have a new, very, 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 very special tra- guest. Very what? Très. Very in French. Très. Très spécial. Yes. Wait. We have a very special guest today. It is the one and the only. We really, this is really going to be a name? Yeah, definitely. It's appropriate. Okay, well, you say it. It's her eminence. Hello. Here, let me play your theme. We have a theme music for you. How exciting. Oh, it's the Jeopardy theme. No, it's Eminence Front by The Who. Oh, get, get an education. Come on. Okay. I, oh, I'll have to censor that. Oh, what did you do? <laughs> I'm already what created, did you do? I've already created you work for myself. You broke the whole podcast. You know, I never call anyone else by the names, but very frequently I will call a youth correspondent by his real name. And you I call, did it just last episode. You call the youth, the youth correspondent, too. That's you true, but I don't call naming. him his real name. No. I'm that Why are you still playing this? I don't know, I like it. Okay. Okay, no, it's my time. First of all, I'm doing where people stand in the election because holla holla bread, it's Dwayne Johnson. He's voting for Biden. Next up, Kid Rock, like The Rock, is voting for Trump. That wordly batted. Taylor is voting for Biden. Obviously, you saw her freaking cookies. They're amazing. Did you know that <laughs> you're John a big Taylor Swift fan, huh? Trump. Who? Who? John Voight. Voight. Oh yeah, he's a loser. Yeah. 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 Tom Hanks. He's Definitely Biden. For Biden. LeBron James is voting Biden. for Trump. No way. LeBron James. Lil Wayne is voting for Trump. (laughs) Who is Lil Wayne? Yes, we saw that. Really, Lil Wayne is voting for Trump? Yeah, we actually have that in the podcast today. 
Randy Quad is voting for Trump. Who's that? I don't know. I don't know. Biden is voting for Chris Evans. Biden is voting for Chris (laughs) Evans? That's the right end. Rick Harrison, you know, the Pawn Stars guy, is voting for Pence. Willie Nelson is voting for Biden. What? Scott Bow is voting for Trump. Trump is voting for Billie Eilish. <laughs> Roseanne is voting for Trump. No, she isn't. Biden is voting for Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan. He can't vote twice. He's already Jordan. voting for Chris Evans. Trump is voting for Ted Nugent. <laughs> And Jewish Ish is voting for Paul Rudd. Thank you, everybody. Nicely done. Excellent. Excellent. Outstanding. Outstanding. The youth correspondent caps off Halloween with a brilliant, oh boy, that was a great, brilliant, that was a brilliant, brilliant conclusion. piece of performance. This, art. this is really the pen, the penultimate. No, I have, I have pasta. Congratulations. Yay! They put the macaroni in the pot. You take chicken intestines and you put in this great new thing and right called when we thought barbecue we had a sauce and you blend it together and put it in your casserole. I call it simple as best dressing. Now, I also... I have a lot of time until my part comes. I'm going to get it. No, come on. Whoa. We need to get him now, to stop and get the her eminence on. to oh. this recipe in the bio. Thank you. Excellent. But my final thing. (laughs) I'm getting a drink. I have, yes, you go get some vodka. Creamy one-pot pasta. Now, this is a really easy dish. We got some fettuccine, some linguine, some Lamborghini, some fettuccine. In there, we have some carrots. We have some pasta, some butter, some water, I assume. Um, did I like linguine, pastaccini, mariolini? So that's my creamy one pot pasta for you. Thank you very much. You're giving me also. A... No, wait, I'm not done yet. Yes, you um, are. I also have a well, folks, Jewish is a multi spice roasted salmon. So the problem is that when he's nice on the same call as uh, the other, I can't silence him. Thank you. He knows. And good night, which is a quote that I used from someone, from a source. Thank you, and thank you. Thank you very much. And good night. Her Eminence, what have you got for us? I have some amazing hot takes this Halloween. Excellent. All right, so let's start off. Best costume this Halloween, stay from the West Wing. Easy. It's recognizable, girl power, topical. Who? Kind of like a more likable Hillary. Who? No, CJ Craig from the West Wing. Oh, oh, excellent. I could, I'm tall enough. I could do That's that. That's two. We should rock totally CJ Craig. Yeah. Yes, excellent. Good Very call. Good. 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 All right. Excellent. Worst start. costume. 
anyone from real politics. Just don't do it. You're going to get egged. It's not going to be a good time. Just go West Wing. I don't know. Madam Secretary, not real politics. No one's going to enjoy it. Yeah. What I took from that is that egging people is something I did not consider. We were talking about pelting people with candy who weren't wearing masks. Candy corn. Well, eggs would be more effective, I think. That's my other hot take. But we should consider eggs. candy. Or maybe now, eggs where we drizzle here. a little chocolate syrup. I will kill you if you say candy corn is the best. It's Butterfingers. They're the best. Ooh, they interesting. Nobody oh. said that before. objectively untrue statement. No, it's totally true. <laughs> this is one of the few enough. times where I agree Much with like the myself. youth. So, so make an argument for this, Her Eminence. What, what makes Butterfinger the best Halloween candy? Easy peasy. So you've got the chocolate on the outside, but it's not overpowering. You can eat it off, too. It doesn't, like, come immediately with the peanut. So if you're, like, a crazy person like I am, you can have the chocolate Mm. and the candy itself separate. I do that with Kit Kats, too. I separate all of them. We should should introduce them. Yeah, really. It's convenient. Maybe we should add Lashuth on this instead of the youth. Okay, so you eat the chocolate off. What else is good about the Butterfinger? It's sugary, but it's also, like, a little bit nutty. It's not too nutty. My other hot take is that the worst candy is peanut M&M's. It's like discount Butterfingers. Commit or don't do it at all. I don't mind peanut M&M's. It's too tiny. They're not cohesive. They're not as cohesive of a mix. Much like the podcast. Yes. Yes. And yet uh, we succeed well. You know, I have to to say I'm I'm very moved by this argument. I'm not going to eat a Butterfinger. But I'm there. I, I I believe there's a persuasive argument being made here. I propose. I agree something. as well. I propose something. I say Halloween. We take out all candy, including. Okay, what else you got for us? Your butter hand or whatever. I do have more hot takes. Please. No, wait. Legumes yeah. on Halloween. Legumes. I don't know what that is. That's what I'm gonna say. We got chickpeas. We got radishes. Keep go, keep, we got keep, yams. Keep. Her eminence, you get, you're just going to... One of the keys to this podcast is talking over him when he keeps going. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, <laughs> so the best Halloween book is going to be The Haunting of Hill House. Psychological thriller. you got the paranormal. You've got a great Netflix special to watch afterwards. Please don't watch it first. You're just going to be disappointed. But the honorable mention is going to be Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, it's that I can agree with. Super topical. Excellent. Good. This is classy. We Very, got the Butterfinger. Yes. We got Mask of the Red I don't Man. know about the Butterfinger. I think it's a classy... Oh, I, don't I don't know about that. I don't it's know. a classy treat. No, it's not a classy treat. Give us more hot takes. What, do you have any yeah. more hot takes? I do have more hot takes, yes. but I would like to expand on Mask of the Red Death a little bit because I know that there's been a topical event that has happened with Kim Kardashian inviting, I think, 40 of her closest friends to a private island during yeah, the middle yeah, of a pandemic that. just to party. That's the Mask of the Red Death. Like, that. that's exactly it. So I think that that is the best read. Try to read it like Halloween Eve, Halloween. Frankly, I don't really think that the Halloween spirit needs to end until you get, like, well into December, and then you're in Christmas. But Excellent. I feel like November 1st is still fair you. game. Her no, it's is not. Really, this it is totally one of the best is. December 24th. That is the, ma- the minimum date where you when you should start. Where you should start? <laughs> you want to start Halloween on the 24th, youth? Yes! No, hear me out, okay? I feel like, you know, it's 2020. We're trying hear to reverse engineer the virus. Let's just reverse the holidays. I mean, okay, things don't stop being spooky on okay, the 1st of November. Okay, they're going to... 
I think we yeah. can both go. Yeah. You have enough bags? Yes. can run yeah. the podcast, yeah. yeah. What about pardoning the turkey? I don't that's, that's the least scary <laughs> thing. They're stopping murder. But they're less legitimizing another murder. <laughs> what is going no, on? Give us no, more no, hot no, Halloween no, takes. No, give us like more hot takes. Yes, I do have more hot takes. Please. So the best Halloween movie is going to be Rebecca 1940. Directed okay, that by I disagree Hitchcock. with strongly. It's a spook. It's super fun. You've got, oh gosh, Lawrence Olivier. He's great. He's kind of spooky. You've got a story a with stuff behind it. It's historical. It's wonderful. But, but, the worst Halloween movie is going to be Rebecca 2020. Why did they make that? This is, I have so much of a screed on this. It was not, there was no need to remake it. The reason that they remade it was because people can't handle watching black and white films. And I resent that. Especially with a man like Army Hammer in the lead role. Do you think he can compete with Lawrence Olivier? Because I certainly do not. And perhaps this is definitely my old, like, beef with him for Call Me By Your Name. Which did not need to be as excessive as it was. And yet it was. But I do not think he did. He looks like an overgrown fat boy. He doesn't look like he could play Lawrence Olivia's character for Rebecca. <laughs> and then you've got, what's her name? Lily something? Well, I don't know. She was in Mamma Mia 2. She's way too glam. Yeah, to play you know, that. Between she's the two of them, it's, you know, a beautiful duet. She doesn't even have a name. She's just called by her husband's last like name. I don't think yeah, this Lily James character would do it. You know, Saw 3D, it's a real hot take. They're See, the Aria to our Requiem. No, yeah. It's a cold take. It's a temperate take. Saw 3D. You put 3D with Saw. You saw it up. It's 3. That's a good number. What it's about D. it's... That's the fourth letter. What, what about... What about it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Where is that? No, it's Rebecca. No, Rebecca What's the greatest Halloween song? Ooh, that's a good Gosh. question. Just like that blankie or something. What's the best oh, okay. Halloween song? Best Halloween song? That's difficult because I would like to go in a spelling direction, but I just didn't think that Phoebe Bridgers' Halloween was all that good. I thought that the album Punisher generally was very good, but Halloween, a little bit disappointing. So I think I'm just going to have to keep going with There's a Nightmare on My Street by Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. I think she just insulted Phoebe Bridgers. A little bit. I don't think Halloween is as good as DJ Jazzy Jeff's Nightmare on My Street. I'll stand by it. Is that the one from Friends? No, he goes, well, I've got a story and I'm going to tell something, 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 something. There's a nightmare on my street. <laughs> give us, give us two friends? more hot takes, please. Yeah, two more and then we'll move on. I think I'm out of hot takes, but I can Perfect. come up with some on the spot that are not Halloween related. What's the best Let's Christmas inanimate object? She's come back on sometime with us. Docking, easy. It's like a sock. It's multi, it's versatile. They're still going. Yeah. Okay. Should I turn no, them down stocking. so we can it's keep going? Like, just make them a little quieter. Okay, yeah. No, you, you, wear you guys it. can continue. You, you just keep going. I know businesses sometimes go into bankruptcy or receivership. But do they ever get put in time out the way little kids are when they are out of control? Just by the way, we're at 15 minutes already. I know. I think it's clear that Me being too. put in time out is what needs to happen to Major League Baseball, which passed the S-show point long ago. After putting on a farcical abbreviated season with endless postponements, culminating in the worst-rated World Series ever, concluding with a maskless player celebrating on the field in defiance of all security measures, the league now is in the annual process of shuffling around its managers. And boy, did that go wrong. 
when the Chicago White Sox announced that they had hired Tony La Russa to return to the managerial job from which they fired him three decades ago, making him now at 76 the oldest manager in the league by five years, they put out a little Twitter image that featured LaRusse's face next to the signature of another candidate they had in. Are they still talking? AJ Hinch. They're silent. Why? I don't know why they're silent. They Tell both... them to keep going. Keep going, guys. What are you going. guys doing? Oh. oh, well, personally. Okay, personally. No, well, no, okay, well, thank no, you. So no, they, no. they post Tony Lurie's image, but it's not his signature. It's AJ Hinch, who was just then being announced as manager of the Detroit Tigers. Hinch was the manager of the Houston Astros when they did all their famous the cheating cans. and was fired for that in January. Uh-huh. If the Orange Snapballs administration doesn't go off to run the International Wrestling Federation, there seems just enough putrefaction for them in MLB. But every time we note chaos and absurdity in a professional league, we find some equivalent in college sports and vice versa. Duke University of Missy Cummings, right? She's from Duke. Yes, that's right. Just thought I should mention it. That was a highlight of the podcast. That's one of the top moments on the podcast. uh, Yes. Bas- uh, Duke University basketball coach Mike, Mike Krzyzewski coach That's K how you pronounce that. Yes. said yesterday that his team may have to find opponents on local playgrounds in order to comply with C- NCAA scheduling uh, rules for the upcoming basketball season. 30 teams, including Duke rival the University of Virginia, and we are not making this up, have opted to simplify their schedules by creating a college basketball bubble at a casino in Connecticut. This is true. A casino yeah. in Connecticut is the next the song I'm going to write. Really? Good. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to write that. All right, we need to bring the youth correspondent back here oh, to boy. comment okay. on this. Okay, I'll turn him okay. up again. Let's hear it. Okay. I'm here, and I'm about to hear, hear, this here. Tiger Woods, our youth correspondent's very favorite golfer, who finished 72nd out of 77 at the Zozo tournament last week, will, as usual, not play in the last tournament prior to the Masters. Since Jewishish will be boycotting the anti-Semitic masters, we have been looking for an alternative tournament to cover during that period and are delighted to announce our scheduled coverage of the National Tour Veterans Championship in San Marcos, California, which will be played the very same weekend as the masters. Players in the National Tour Veterans Championship include Trevor Beeth, who finished 30th in the National Tour Labor Day Championship last month, and 17-year-old Brady Burnett, who won the National Tour Spring Challenge in March of 2018 at an age when Phoenix Coyotes' top draft choice Mitchell Miller was still on probation for tormenting a disabled classmate. The Coyotes, by the way, who initially stuck with Miller and said they could provide him with guidance, have now renounced him, no longer looking at their selection of a serial abuser as, quote, a teachable moment. They've changed their minds. Youth, do you want to do the and then? Get ready for this, right? About that's it. And in other news, you, 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 you're gonna want to comment on no, this one. No, why did you repeat it? No, I do not condone this. Brooklynites lining up in the rain to vote, including Guster Drummer. Let me turn him down real quick. <laughs> Uh, including Guster drummer Brian Rosenworkel. Was that close? I don't know. 
How, how would I know how to pronounce the name of the drummer in Guster? I don't know, even know what Guster is. We're greeted by Paula Rudd, who handed them blueberry and cream cookies. Dressed in a mask and a cap that covered his face, Rudd thanked voters for coming out and doing their part. Maybe he could do the whole Ant-Man thing for voter protection in swing states on Tuesday. Let's, let's have each of them give a quick speech on Paula Rudd. Is he still... Youth, are you still there? Oh, he is there. He just turned off his screen. Her Eminence, what do you think of Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd is what happens when white men are unproblematic. He is out there. He is thriving. He looks great for his age. You know, he's like almost 50. He is thriving. And he's a I Jew. think it's because he doesn't have any bad takes. Did you know he was a Jew? I think a... I, I did. He's half Jewish. Look it up. He's, I, I myself I thought quarter. I'm a half Jewish. Yeah. That's why it's Jewish. Yeah. Number one. Which um, one of them? Is I don't know. Oh, he's Jewish. Which one of us is number one? Which which one of us is number one? Okay, I'm turning him down again. Like, oh. Speaking of Avengers, Scarlett Johansson married Saturday Night Live's Colin Jost over the weekend. No, they, they were just were engaged. engaged. Yeah. It was announced by Meals on Wheels with fans asked to donate to the charity in celebration of the wedding. No offense to Ant-Man, but Black Widow would be even better for voter protection. Though if given the choice, I'd probably go with Captain Marvel. But where the Avengers might be needed even more than polling places is The Bachelorette, where things are pretty rough, according to the new trailer. We're really going to play The Bachelorette? Oh yeah, listen to this. Let's hear what the youth says. I'm fine to hear the youth talk over this. Yeah, it really is getting out of hand there. I love The Bachelorette, but I have to say Luke S. Lash. The oh, somebody is crying. Sorry. Why is someone crying? For anybody. They're throwing a roll. I just waited so long for this. Okay. You've just blown up the bachelorette. <laughs> the crying blew it up? This is hard. gone. That she blew up the bachelorette. Why? They're replacing her. Why? Because of her misconduct. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. no, you know, I have to say, that is Tremendous. Uh, see, I, I like that But Johnny Nash will always be relevant, and one place to learn why is a new article by Professor Kathy Newman in the journal Pop Matters which offers an interesting analysis of his career, including calling attention to this amazing 1963 rendition of I Can See Clearly Now, the studio version of which we've been using as our closing tune since Nash's death. Professor Newman calls attention especially to the way Nash draws out a note a minute and a half into this version, which is from the TV show Midnight Special. So why don't we say goodbye to our correspondents now and close out so that we can finish with okay. I Can See Clearly Now, is it? Because I, I think you're going to love this rendition of it. Mm. Okay? I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Okay, so let's say goodbye. All right. Her Eminence, I think you had one of the greatest debuts in the history of podcasting. Thank you. I was so excited to be here. I, I think... I think I don't know whether this was the plan, but I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to beg you to come back. No. I mean, oh. yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. How exciting! Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a great night. This Thank was you fun. very much. Okay, and 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 youth, 
What I will say is... Thank you for providing the backing track. You, ha- you, 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 you outdid yourself with your initial feature, and then you continued. Uh, okay, well, play I'm it. I'm gonna break into all of the quote-unquote crazy co-hosts here. I have to say, your predictions from from tomorrow's episode were totally incorrect. I did not lose twice. I lost once, won once, and allied once. So don't think of me as Hitler. Thank you very much, and good night. A good night to all. Oh, they both left. Oh. I'm still here. Oh, just she left. That's incredible. Well, this is the penultimate episode, folks. Take care, and we'll see you next time.